I remember playing with my neighbor across the street and like my sisters and I, um, and <laughs> This is so bad. We had like this big like divorce scandal in the family and the mom was on the phone with her ex-husband because he was like trying to get custody of her kids. She was like, absolutely not. I'm taking the kids and everything. Oh, and by the way, I threw the ring in the trash. Click. We're like 10 years old and we're like, oh my gosh, this is like making for great TV. Meanwhile, our parents are probably like, are they okay? <laughs> is, this, is this play therapy? Is everything all right? Grab some popcorn and stick around. We've got some garbage to talk about. Hi, Rogue. Hey, Zach. Hi, Karina. Hey, Zach. Hi, Yuvia. Hi, Zach. So, we're continuing on with Barbie cinema. Or whatever the TV yeah, version I was, is. I was thinking about that last night where it was like, oh, today we're going to talk about uh, in Barbie month. I was like, it's really Barbie month? Because all the we're not doing this all in one month, right? No, it's just been kind of how we're doing it. The Barbie yeah. comes out. The Barbie saga. The Barbie, Barbie series. Yeah. The, the Barbie, Barbie cinematic universe. Barbie Chronicles. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, can they do, oh my gosh, can you imagine if there was a Chronicles of Barbie, but like, instead of Riddick? Oh, I was thinking Narnia. <laughs> I was yeah, thinking, I was thinking Narnia, Narnia too. I was Narnia like, who's the lion, who's the witch, and who's the wardrobe? I, I want way outlandish. <laughs> Alright, oh anyway. My... Yes, so today we're talking about a web series, but I also saw it on Netflix, so I'm not... I think it was just online, though. Yeah, called... it's online. <laughs> Barbie online Life... and accessible through streaming services. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Life in the Dream House. And it's... I think it's very cute. It's We watched season one, and so we're just going to give you like a quick rundown of our first impressions. And I definitely recommend you check it out. I, I think, as somebody who didn't really grow up with Barbie like at all... Watching this stuff, it kind of, it's all, like, pretty decent to watch. And I genuinely thought the show was very cute. It's very tongue-in-cheek about itself, which I feel was welcome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's just go sort of round robin, I guess. Uh, I'll list a character's name, and we'll just sort of gush about any opinions we have on them. Okay. Let's start with Barbie. Iconic. <laughs> Bimbo. Perfect. Okay. So we have iconic was... Bimbo. <laughs> That's and, perfect. And perfect. Which she's less I... of a Bimbo than Ken is. Yeah. Yeah, Ken 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 is Ken is a, a certified himbo. Himbo too. So throughout the show, I would say like they really like I like all the gags. Like, in one episode, we get to go to her closet, and she just oh. has, like, every costume. <laughs> and they, in the canon, those, like, she was an astronaut. And those she were was. all of her careers. Yeah, all of her careers are just in her closet. And uh, her friend uh, sees the astronaut outfit and goes, you went to the moon? And Barbie goes, you haven't? Like, Barbie, yeah. relax. No one has white privilege like you do. Yeah, check your privilege, Barbie. <laughs> Um, I, 
Well, I guess we could talk more about Barbie in relation to everybody else as we go. Because most of the things I want to talk about involve other people. So, I, I do also... think it's interesting that they, <laughs> that they made her... Um, they, like, literally ki- kind of perfect, right? Because she's, mm-hmm. um, pretty, her, she's always, I, and we'll talk about this in relation to another character, uh, she's always, her hair is always perfect, she can just shake it out back into her perfect mm-hmm. style, but also, she can build things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, and she is a god at architecture. Yes. I think and, she's basically Malibu Mary Poppins. Yeah, Yeah, and she does great in the wilderness. It's not Mm -hmm. like she's like, oh, Chrissy can't handle camping. She does. She she's great at everything she does. Yeah, and she I will say she has like a lovely thirst for life. She's just out here trying to have fun, and that's kind of like her whole gig. (laughs) Just having a blast, and I love that for her. (laughs) Um. Okay, let's talk about Ken. Himbo. Himbo. Um, Gay-coded. To use an outdated term, metro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so day, funny. That's what we call them. Here's a fun thing about the term metrosexual. I, well, also, like, this is one of the things where I don't know if whichever adult I ask also didn't know or if they just didn't want to tell me the real answer. But I remember being a kid and like, not not that young. I was like maybe fifth grade or something. And we were watching one of those MTV dating shows that are all great. We should probably talk about those at some point. The one with the bus. <laughs> Next was amazing. I don't <laughs> oh care. Gosh. I don't care what everybody says. Uh, Literally admit, everybody. I've... I've never watched an MTV show. I'm fairly certain I haven't. You're not missing out. out. <laughs> okay, I have two different opinions. The only I... thing that I remember about MTV was that it showed music videos, and then that was it. Well, when? Daria was on MTV, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. There's a classic. Well, oh no, I've I've seen I've seen a few episodes of Daria. Although like I few. usually watched Daria on like when it was on Teen. Or the N slash Noggin slash Teen Nick. Okay, X. Noggin was not the same as Teen Nick. <laughs> no, it was like the first <laughs> half of Daria it. on Noggin? No, <laughs> Noggin's okay, like so for like, babies. There, okay, so like, you know, like, I don't know how it works for everybody's channel, but like at one point, like, Noggin slash the N became its own channel. Right. And so, like, in the morning no. it was Noggin, and then it would just become the end, kind of okay. like. But for me, Noggin and, when Noggin and Teen Nick became their own channel, they became separate channels. Yeah, I remember that phase. I remember, oh, well, for some reason I feel like there was, like, a transition period before they realized, like, oh, we could just have another chance which yeah. like okay i'm not gonna get into that because i just don't understand how tv and the internet is even able to be a thing and that'll okay and but anyway mtv does have some <laughs> valuable entertainment some i <laughs> you really like parental control if i can find my favorite episode <laughs> i will show it to you guys cody co just did a video on parental control hmm. 
But I don't think, well, I guess I'll have to check it out. But I doubt he did my favorite because nobody cares about which one was my favorite. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't care about Zax's favorite. Yeah. Comment below it's the if best you want to hear about Zax's favorite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I do. Okay, thank you for validating me. But back to my original thing. So metrosexual. I asked, like, what does that mean? And the answer I got basically led me to believe that it just meant, like, me like you're just like really into making sure you look good so it's like like the me part yeah but then i heard i was talking to bob recently about this and apparently i was wrong and what it actually is is just a thing it was a derogatory term for gay people because it's like oh city people metro people gay <laughs> was like, i don't oh. think that's true i huh maybe Okay, I just looked it up, because... <laughs> okay. Uh, according to the Merriam-Webster definition, mm -hmm. it is a usually urban heterosexual male given, given to enhancing his personal appearance by fastidious grooming, beauty treatments, and fashionable clothes. Um, and then... Oh, so someone who just cares about their appearance. Yeah, and that's what I had always been told also. Mm -hmm. And then... The little definition that comes up when you Google it um, from Wikipedia is metrosexual is a portmanteau of metropolitan and sexual coined in 1994 describing a man of ambiguous sexuality who is especially meticulous about his grooming and appearance, appearance, typically spending a significant amount of time and money on shopping as part of this. Men, is it gay to do self-care? So I mean, is it is it gay just, to clip your fingernails and do some skincare? Is it gay to love yourself? <laughs> like Oh, you're a dude and you love yourself? That's kinda gay, bro. That means you like another sus. man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just it says ambiguous sexuality, sus. so I, it can apply yeah. to anyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I looked at the I saw that one. I looked in the Wikipedia thing and it just includes that terms references uncertainty as to whether they're gay or bisexual or straight. So I guess it's ambiguous. But, but in I the guess... in the dictionary definition, it says a usually urban heterosexual male. Ooh. And then um, Urban Dictionary says a normally straight male who possesses qualities of a gay male without being attracted to men. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's been a journey, but I finally know what metrosexual means. <laughs> After it's, all these years. It's all I ever wanted. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's an outdated term. It's, a, country it's girls an outdated term do. anyway, because it's like, just, it, it's your body. Just, do whatever you want with it. Come on. Yeah, I think just, that's <laughs> the thing, too. There was actually an episode of Parental Control where their issue with him was that he was too metrosexual. He cared more about grooming himself than, like, taking care of his girlfriend like they and like one thing that was also fun about this show is how they'll like recreate how awful a person is i'm like well he's not that bad because he went along with this thing that paints him in a horrible light yeah but yeah. okay so he's awful um but it'll just show him like sitting at a table with a mirror out and she's like babe hold on like he's plucking his eyebrows or whatever it's like they're already <laughs> perfect, sir. You're you stunning. Don't have to do anything else. Calm down. But anyway, you're gonna okay, overpluck. So... And for that, I'm gonna say next. 
with her her energy at 11 all the time <laughs> his energy's always matching hers there was an episode where she got her driver's license and he was just as excited as she was and i was like you know what that's a good boyfriend yeah i loved that i would love to see like i don't know if any of the later seasons have this or if they could bring it back to do this but i would love to see how this Ken and Barbie and Ken got together because it feels like they were just born dating. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the first episode, Barbie does mention that Ken and and her, Barbie and Ken, have been dating for over forty three years. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, and and by the oh. way, that that kind of makes makes you think. Uh, Ken, put a ring on it already. They don't have to. Maybe they, they don't want to get married. Yeah, it's they've like, been it together for can be 43 years. They can be yeah, common, common law. law. It's fine. I'm sure it's common law also, by now. He might just like living in his own place. He might. Yeah. Even if like it might just be the kind of thing where he thinks it's fun to go over to her place. I mean, they yeah. literally have like they essentially have nothing to do in this town but whatever they feel like. <laughs> so okay, understandable. <laughs> I will take back my my accusation that Ken is. <laughs> Not marrying Dragging Barbie. his feet. If anything, although with the canon we see, as we'll talk more, I would sooner believe he's proposed multiple times and she has said no. Because <laughs> she doesn't want him to get married. Yeah. <laughs> she seems like that kind of gal to me. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, Teresa and Nikki. Her two best friends of color. (laughs) Of color and unspecified ethnic origin. (laughs) Is is Teresa of color? Teresa was always, like, the racially ambiguous doll because she was a brunette and, like, olive-skinned. If anything, I'd say Teresa's, like, she's Italian, um, so so not Because she's you. I coded her as Hispanic That's why I identified with her. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe she's Latinx. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean, I feel like the, I think what this uh, decision makes is that we've just sort of decided whatever we identify as. I think, I think it's a similar situation to uh, Yasmin the Bratz doll, because a lot mm, of people are like, yeah. oh, she's Middle Eastern. No, I always thought she was Hispanic. Oh, I really? Thought I thought Hispanic. she was like, so uh, she's, <laughs> she's racially ambiguous enough that girls who didn't look like Barbie had someone to relate to. Okay, Wikipedia says, over the years, Barbie's family tree expanded, and soon Barbie would have many diverse and multicultural friends. Among these was Teresa, who was depicted as being Italian or Latina. Huh. Huh. So there you go. Okay, so we were right. She's she's biracial. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Good for Teresa. uh, I want to say that Teresa is chaotic as hell. Trace is extremely chaotic. One thing, uh, I guess, 
the only thing that I think, one, I like their friendship. I like how ride or die they are, but I think mm-hmm. this goes into like how I don't I mean I I don't know what exactly the takeaway from it is. Cause I get that Barbie's the perfect one and has to be perfect. But um it wasn't bad. I just noticed that like on that episode where they got stuck in the closet. <laughs> So they she got ends, really irritable at the end. Well, Barbie ends up getting coming out perfectly ready for the date. It's all good, and then we just see Teresa and Nikki just scarfing down chocolate in the background <laughs> like they've never eaten before in their life. Well, they were stranded just, in the closet. Yeah, for like, and they what, said they were hungry. That was established earlier in the episode. That's fine. That's fine. I just, I don't. I get that, like, they're not perfect. It's just, (laughs) I would like to also see... Them being perfect. Barbie in an unflattering way, too. Or I don't know. It was just weird. Well, there was that one episode where... There was an episode where she was purposefully, like, unput together. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. I'm saying that it was just... That was the first episode. Yeah. So the first thing I saw was Barbie goes on this beautiful date while her ethnic friends are scarfing down food <laughs> like they're starved. And I didn't like it all that much. You're like, Barbie, what, what's going on? And then like two episodes later, it's like, oh, Barbie looks like a ragamuffin here. Okay, it's fine now. <laughs> so that was just my first impressions of them. But I do like how i think it's nice that it's a friendship because as it goes on we see sometimes barbie will do something with one friend and sometimes she'll do something with the other for each other um i won't get to too many details because of this whole event but i do like that just one time barbie and nikki went to a party together yeah and like (laughs) They don't even really mention Teresa because, like, they just had plans. And I think that yeah. that's realistic. Teresa was sick that night. She had a cold. She couldn't make <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, probably. But, but I also want to mention, because I didn't mention this about Nikki, but, like, she's the more, like, realistic one. Because mm-hmm. in the episode where they do go to the party, she's she's immediately catching on to, like, what Raquel is doing to them. Like, trying mm. to make them look bad. And Barbie's like, oh, no. It's like, oh, maybe they just wanted to take a dip in the pool or... Or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Nikki was like, oh, this girl. She's trying to mess us up. She's trying (laughs) to make us look like clowns out here. And Barbie's like, no, I think it's fine. And Nikki's just like, (laughs) ma'am, read the room. But I think think that's also a good thing about Barbie is that she's always trying to see the good in people. I love that Barbie in this is just an absolute airhead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's weird, too, because she's, like, brilliant... But an airhead. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, lights I mean, on, but nobody's had, home. But she, she's like, had, like... Also went to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's had, like, over 100 occupations. And in, even the last episode we watched the uh, on her birthday, I think Teresa mentions that, that Barbie... She's run for has, president. Yeah, she's run for president. <laughs> <laughs> she has to be at least 35 to do that. So... I mean, she's been in, like, a 40-plus relationship. <laughs> not not only that, apparently she's been a race car driver. Mm-hmm. Without a license. Without a license. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was my <laughs> that was my favorite way that the episode ended. It was like, oh, I finally got my license. Were you a race car driver? <laughs> that was a great I episode like, ends. <laughs> I love like all those little like tongue in cheek gags they have throughout. Like at one point, this took me a minute to figure out what was even going on because I didn't really have Barbie stuff, but. When they are redecorating the house, they get a bunch of stickers <laughs> and pull the furniture out of them. Because when you have a Barbie house, they come with, like, little stickers that you can put where you want the furniture. To yeah. Be. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, that's cute. That's nice One for people who like my favorite Barbie. running gags in the whole show was when they're using something, like a hairbrush. <laughs> it's it's like massive. Or, like, there's <laughs> food and it's massive because they're all to scale. Because yeah. they're, they're Barbie dolls. My so. favorite, uh, one of my favorite gags is um, when this might not just be like a like because they're Barbie dolls, but it's when um, Stacy, uh, no, no, it's not Stacy. It's Skipper is told to decorate the living room, and she's like, "Oh, I have the hardest job," and then she just goes and presses a button, and it's all done. <laughs> There's and also uh, and also the one where she where Stacy throws all the ingredients into the oven and doesn't even mix them and then the cake comes out. Yeah. Another little like funny nod to to them being Barbie dolls is there's a little gag in an episode where they have a table and what what you think would be like a lazy Susan cuz there's a, a circle cut in the middle um mm-hmm. but it flips and on the opposite side is like a tray of food. And I remember having, like, a little yes. Barbie <laughs> table that did exactly <laughs> that. Like, you'd flip it on one side, it'd be a flat table, but then you'd flip it around and there'd be, like, a bowl of popcorn. I thought that was so cute. <laughs> I I uh. really like the attention to detail because, like, they don't look like humans. Well, they do look like humans, but they, they're dolls. They're Barbie dolls. Yeah, like, you can see like, the cut-out part of their head and yeah. arms and the stuff. The animals are, yeah, like, they're, plastic, they're, and you can see their joints. Their fingers yeah, their are always joints, together. Yeah. <laughs> their joints, their joints don't always, like, move how, like, they always they, move how, like, a Barbie moves. The plastics always and rubber on their squeaks when they move. <laughs> oh, yes. They're also, they're always on their tippy toes, because that's how Barbie always was. So, two, know, th- two things about this. It reminds me, there was an SNL sketch from, I don't even remember one, years with ago. Britney Spears and Yeah, starring Britney Spears, yeah. With I love that one. Inside Barbie's dream house, and it's, <laughs> it reminds me of that. They had, like, the oversized brushes, and there's, like, <laughs> stiff joints and whatever. Um, and then also, I think that if Life Size had an animated movie or an animated show, this would be that, because it has oh. the very, it has the same type of tongue-in-cheek humor about dolls mm-hmm. and like how the eve doll in that movie had all of these different careers even though she she was like oh yeah i, I was an astronaut and i i was a lawyer <laughs> but she had no information about no knowledge of any of the Zach, if jobs. you're if you're able to put the gif of eve typing just random numbers and letters <laughs> on the computer screen um, <laughs> oh my gosh i i was just thinking about that movie now that we're talking about it. Card in the corner. <laughs> so, all this to say, Nikki and Teresa, excellent best friends. They're very fun characters, and I love how just, sometimes they're like, what is going on? <laughs> they're like, hey, uh, Barbie? 
What are you doing, girl? Can you excuse me? Remy's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. I like that, like, they somehow don't get the gig, even though they've yeah. probably <laughs> been her best friend forever. Yeah. Um, okay. But they're also, like, on. very supportive and sweet, and I love them. Yeah. yeah. They, they are good. Let's talk about the siblings. There's Skipper, Stacy, and Chelsea. Sorry, I do like... you mean Kelly? Yeah, I hate that rebranding. I'm looking at the Life of the Dreamhouse wiki, and it's listed her name as Chelsea. No, Chelsea replaced Kelly in 2010 as the littlest sister of Barbie. What? So they, they don't did even a re- mention, but they don't yeah, have I Kelly. Don't I don't know why, we but they were like, we're rebranding to Kelly to Chelsea, and it was the worst they- business decision Mattel has ever made. They also made her slightly older, because Kelly was, like, a toddler, and Chelsea's, like, six or seven. They could have, like, they could have kept Kelly and been like, oh, she's the toddler, like, she's in kindergarten, and then had Chelsea, who's, like, in third grade, let's say. So then there's just more dolls. But no, they had to completely cut Kelly out of the family tree. No She was retired in 2010, which makes me think that Barbie disowned Kelly for some (laughs) dark reason. (laughs) Sorry, Kelly. What did Kelly do? I will not accept this Kelly slander. Kelly was a perfect sweet angel who did nothing wrong and does not deserve this. You don't fit in with the brand anymore, Kelly. It's time to go. I'm in kindergarten. What do you mean? You can live with the dogs outside, but we are renaming you and also replacing you with a better model i'll i'll make i'll make this before the video gets posted friendship with kelly ended chelsea is my new best friend (laughs) oh my god um so skipper's like the emo teen one yeah she's the alt girl yeah yeah i would i would say that she's just having that phase she's an alternative girl and i love it i'm here for it she's very fun and spunky she also got rebranded as mm -hmm. an alternative girl and i love that because she used to be strawberry blonde but now they're like no she's a brunette in rapunzel that was skipper or someone else kelly kelly yeah kelly Kelly is always yeah it's always you're forgetting this zax we just had a conversation (laughs) Yeah, and Kelly I told is... you guys then that I didn't think that was a good framing device at the time. <laughs> yeah, so Kelly is in like the later Barbie movies when they do the oh this story is me telling you a life lesson, my sweet sister. Um, usually it's Chelsea, um, but previously it was Kelly, and then I think they brought Skipper or uh, what's the middle one? Stacy. Uh, Stacy. Yeah. Stacey, I still have to remember because she's super new. Um, but yeah, she's Kelly, not that new, right? Yeah, she's like she was introduced in like the 2010s. Um, I so she's not don't that new. Think that's right. Really? When was she introduced? Wait, hold on, let me look. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Kelly, Kelly became Todd's. Who the hell is Todd? Twin sister. 1992. Until- yeah, really? 1992. There we go. Stacy was from 1992. Yeah. Int- okay. Because I had actually heard of Stacy before I heard of Skipper. That's not saying that like Skipper's super new, but like mm-hmm. as a child, I knew more about Stacy than I knew about Skipper. Yeah. Because I remember Skipper's like big introduction to the world, uh, to much controversy, was the puberty doll. 
Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, that doll. I'm Skipper. I'm growing up. If you pull my arm back, uh, I get taller and I grow boobies. <laughs> and conservative mothers were shocked. I mean, I I get, like, the controversy about, like, like, no, I actually don't really get it that much because that's what happens. Sex ed's you, important when, for kids. When you grow up, when when you grow up, you and you're a female, you do get boobies. You get boobs and you grow taller. Uh, except if you're me, I don't you just get one. Problem. Because I've stayed this height since I was in grade five. I can't uh-huh. confirm she has stayed that height. <laughs> um, so short. <laughs> oh. This isn't even trying to drag Karina, but I can confirm, yeah, she hasn't grown. <laughs> I am 5'3", and I will not let anybody gaslight me into thinking I'm shorter than that. Nobody believes me when I say I'm 5'3". I believe you. What's that, what's that Nikki quote? First of all, I'm 5'3", not 5'2". I just put that in the song because it rhymed with a verse. <laughs> but, um, okay, two questions for everybody. Okay, okay. so first, oh gosh, what was the first? <laughs> okay, well, here it goes. Here's one of them. Maybe I'll remember the other one. When you played with Barbies, did you use their names or did you give them your own names and make your own, like, adventures? How did you guys play with Barbies? The latter. I I did. I always made different stories up. I never used Barbie's name. Barbie was just, like, it was like she was an actress that I hired for my little, <laughs> my little playtime uh, session, and that was it. I think to me it depended on the scene mm. <laughs> uh, or how many characters were in the scene because sometimes I would have Barbie and then a bunch of other dolls who were also Barbie but I was like mm, this is Rachel <laughs> yeah um so I I don't know if I've said this yet but I had a large huge box of Barbies that I did not play with and <laughs> my mom kept buying me Barbies thinking that I would play with them oh she'll like this one um, and I never really played with them. I remember oh. specifically the ones that I'm that I think I played with most. I had like a gymnastics one that had Ooh. a set of parallel bars that I that really excited me for some reason. And um, I liked the I like theme. shiny shiny spandex uh, leotard that I really liked. And then I also had an Esmeralda Barbie Ooh. from Hunchback of Notre Dame, and I loved that one. Um, but yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember like the gymnastics Barbie. How I played with that one, I just know that I really liked the parallel. Part. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I ever made like little scenes. I don't remember ever really being very good at pretend play as a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just liked the tiny like blenders and appliances and stuff. Yeah, and just they were really yeah. cute, and I just wanted to spin them or whatever um but i think part of that was the product of growing up between two boys mm-hmm. so i uh, i only really played with barbies when i visited friends because like i only have yeah. like one barbie um and like i didn't really play with toys like at all honestly like i had some i just like i just really liked tv but anyway <laughs> They um, can imagine for me, but for, <laughs> I don't need to but, come up with a creative story. The writers already did. <laughs> yeah, but when I did go over to friends' house, I do remember like 
I never knew, like, anyone else's names except, like, the I assumed all the blonde ones were named Barbie or that they all were named Barbie and I did, like, I didn't really know. So they all had different names, but I do remember, like, looking back, I wish I could go back in time and just watch me and my friends play because we really thought we were making, like, ER level, <laughs> like, general yeah. hospital with Barbie. And, like, I when remember it was there really was, like, like scrubs. <laughs> not even. I, but I do, all Gen I remember. Gen Z hospital. <laughs> I Z wish hospital. I could. Don't make me think about Gen Z Hospital. Please. Oh, we're going to, because we're going to we're make going it, to. we're going to talk about it in a video. Never oh, forget no! Gen Z Hospital. No! But Go with Barbie. I, yeah. I do remember there was one scene that we, like, kept redoing. Like, we weren't filming it. We just needed to get it right, even yeah. so, though. Where there was a big car crash, and it was like, I don't remember the context but for whatever reason this car crash was interrupting barbie's love life and <laughs> like i just remember we were like no it needs to flip three times we could not yeah. get it to flip three times something but about it was- like creating <laughs> drama and tragedy with barbie dolls was so fun i remember playing with my neighbor across the street and like my sisters and i um and <laughs> This is so bad. We had, like, this big, like, divorce scandal in the family, and the mom was on the phone with her ex-husband because he was, like, trying to get custody of her kids. She was like, absolutely not. I'm taking the kids and everything. Oh, and by the way, I threw the ring in the trash. Click. We're, we're, like, ten years old, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is, like, making for great TV. Meanwhile, our parents are probably like, are they okay? (laughs) Is this... Is this play therapy? Is everything all right? <laughs> like, were, like when you were growing up, did your parents ever watch, like, soap operas? Uh, my grandparents did. My parents did not. Because my mom, she grew up, not she didn't grow up, but I grew up, <laughs> and my mom, she liked to watch Coronation Street, which she still does, and Young and Restless. My and Nona loved that show. <laughs> Like, literally, before before I came down here to record this uh, with you guys, I'm pretty sure my mom and my cousin were sitting in the living room watching Coronation Street. But, <laughs> I don't know, it's just something really weird. Like, you would think that, like, oh, kids, they would, like, they would make, like, wholesome, like, like, scenes, like, play out wholesome scenes. But no, they're always getting into, like, the dark and gritty dramas. Mm-hmm. It kind of depended on the mood I was in, because I remember a lot of my play being like, oh, here's, like, Barbie and her family, and she's going to, like, go to work for the day, and then she's going to come home and, like, do all this stuff. Um, but then there would be some some instances where it just took a hard left turn, and it was, like, <laughs> <laughs> just the plane crash episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I, I might be... I might be uh getting slandered for this but i don't really remember having a lot of barbies i maybe i did but like i was more into Lilith's pet shops like that was my thing Mm -hmm. but like my my cousins had a lot of barbies so i would play barbies with them a lot but the one i only really remember having was it was like the barbie and swan lake one it had like barbie she came in a dress and then there was I don't, I don't remember. It had to have been Ken, because, like, every single male Barbie was a Ken, mm-hmm. basically. It, it was, it was, like, the Prince of Swan Lake or something, and then there was 
Barbie who was like in a dress and it came with like this like like this little small miniature like tree looking thing and it came with all like these little critters or something that's all I really remember honestly and and another thing I was gonna ask because mm -hmm. I think Karina had an airplane a Barbie yes. airplane and she I talked told about me this story. with Zaxxon Rogue a couple nights ago <laughs> I think it might have been last night actually I talked about it <laughs> It makes it la makes kills me every single time when she tells the story about the airplane. Her mom. Oh my god! Like, my poor mother. Almost homicidal. So, I'll make this <laughs> as, as short as possible because we've got other stuff to talk about. So, I had a Barbie airplane, and one of the cool things about this airplane was it had a little microphone on it, so you could talk into it and like be the flight attendant. So you could like push a button, <laughs> activate the microphone and tell the passengers like fasten up your seatbelts. This is where the exits are. Not me because all I did from the ages of 3 to when I stopped playing with Barb most this mostly happened when I was a young child. I would just get up and put my disgusting baby mouth right up against the microphone like this. And I'm not going to like do the full effect cuz it's going to absolutely blow out the audio, but I'd go Welcome to the plane for hours. Poor parents had to listen to it. Welcome to the plane. Welcome to the plane. That was it. And I'd every single time I'd blow into the microphone. Has that not been your experience flying though? That's what every pilot that's like just what I hear when I fly. Just Welcome to the plane. For and here's here's right here's now. the funny thing. For oh. a hot minute in high school, I wanted to be a flight attendant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's what you would have done, right? Absolutely. First day, <sighs> welcome to the plane. Thank you for flying with Air Canada. <laughs> I like fired. the idea of them just being like, wow, that was like a really, really polite weird. flight attendant but like she kept doing this blowing thing and like she kept like walking down the aisle didn't ask if i wanted a beverage just kept saying welcome to the place like i'm welcome i feel welcome i felt yeah. very welcome yeah, you didn't tell me where like the where the emergency life jackets were god forbid the plane goes down i would know nothing but at least i would feel very welcomed and wanted on this plane <laughs> of taking the mic element out of it and you just going aisle to aisle touching every shoulder welcome, <laughs> welcome to the plane, plane. Welcome, welcome to the plane, plane. except i except i blow in their face and in place of blowing into the microphone you just get that up had to get fired in in 2021 i take my mask off face. and i blow in their face <laughs> you get right in their ear <laughs> welcome to the plane <laughs> Just, this is ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the plane. I'm going to be your flight attendant for today. <laughs> no, bad. Okay. Sophonia trigger warning, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess oh before God. we move on to the to. I don't know what the rivals of the show. I guess the foils. Before, the foils, he has foils good, yeah. Because so they're not really rivals because they don't, like, have any serious beef aside yeah. from, I want to be better or I want to yeah, ruin your I day. Guess, I mean, I, if you're, like, competitive with somebody, they could be, yeah. like, your friendly rival. Yeah. Right? 
or like, yeah, like, like, like in Pokemon, they always have like your best friend be your rival, mm. right? But you're not like you're not like oh I hate them. Yeah, it's like I but hope like, you do well, best friend. Before we get to them, do we want to talk about the pets at all? Are we good? The Those pets, pets are made out of plastic, <laughs> and they barely move because the way that their joints are set up is they're, they can just go forward and back, so that's how they move. And the pets get voice... So the way the whole show is structured and that <laughs> is that it's kind of like a keeping up with the Kardashians kind it's of like thing. It's like a monumentary. A, yeah. So there's a film crew, like the way that the camera, I guess, <laughs> is, is that it's like handheld so you can kind of see the shot like swaying a little bit because someone's holding the camera, and they have cutaway confessionals, and the pets get cutaway confessionals, so they'll be like, bark, bark, but then there'll be a human voiceover <laughs> translating what they're saying. <laughs> and the I don't voice know. Of, I thought it was pretty and the, good. And the voice that they give the animals is like, so it's like, bark, bark, I've just had the absolute worst day of my life, and Bobby's just making it absolutely horrid. And then it cuts back. It's just, it's so... <laughs> funny for no reason nobody was born with a plastic six-pack like you can yeah <laughs> just, oh it's so funny yeah and they they didn't have to do that but they did they committed to the bit i think yeah the people it's really sad that this didn't get like bigger than it is or whatever mm. because they're so much like love it's a really a love letter to barbie at the same time I guess I Making do fun wonder... of itself at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I just wonder, like, did kids like it all that much? Or was it more just for, like, people <laughs> our age who really, like, appreciate the whole... I don't... I honestly don't think it, it was for children. <laughs> I don't think mm. Mattel, like, greenlit this with children as the audience in mind. I think they're... Because, like, I don't know how many kids, like, watch web series. Um, but they're mm. probably like, you know, we're gonna make this for, like... <laughs> Uh, a young a young adult crowd um, and like throw in these little funny goofs that children are not gonna find funny mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I'd love, to, I'd love to sit in on like a marketing it's... meeting that was like pre-production for this show <laughs> I just it was, think it's, of... <laughs> it's a weird like demographic because like I like I could see kids enjoying it cause, like kids that enjoy Barbie because it's Barbie right mm-hmm. yeah but like, apparently this show, like, and I remember it blowing up, um, it blew up a lot on Tumblr because it's just so weird to see that show come out of, like, Barbie, because Barbie, like, if, because, you know, we've watched, like, Fairytopia and we've watched Rapunzel and, like, like, they're all, they're all good and stuff, but they're not, like, self-aware movies, you right. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a very different direction than the Barbie brand was going in at the time, and I I think they took a big leap in going in this direction, um, mm. and it's it's a shame that they didn't continue it. Like I think they like they canceled the project, I, the project. Who am I? I think they canceled the series <laughs> at some point uh, after like a season. Yeah, or they two, did. Um, which I is unfortunate. They had a few seasons actually. Yeah, but like it. It, it set out to be something funny and quirky, and they really did <laughs> create something funny and quirky. So good for them. Mm. So, there was five seasons of this show. There's five seasons? That's a, that's a good but, run for a web series. But, mm-hmm. but 
it's but every single episode is like around three minutes and or yeah three minutes about Mm -hmm. or maybe a bit more yeah they're very short and they're very snappy you get a lot of content for three minutes it really it was weird because like it obviously didn't take us that long to watch the first season but it felt like a lot happened Mm -hmm. so it's good they utilize their time well um okay i guess let's move on to ryan what words would we use to describe ryan um, yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's the guitar guy at the party. Yeah, um, he's yeah. the guy that brings the guitar to, to the party. He yeah. keeps trying to make that guitar happen, and it's like, I'm sorry, sir. No. It's not going to happen. Because <laughs> the episodes episodes that we watch, Ryan's always like, hey, Barbie, I wrote you a song. And then he starts playing, and then Barbie's like, okay, shut up. It's like, oh my god, let's like let Ken listen to this. And he's like, that's not the point, Barbie. It's also interesting like, like when they were going camp when they were going camping. Ryan started uh, his song, and then Barbie interrupts and is like, "We need to go hiking, like right now." He is very okay with trying to steal a lady that is already in a relationship yeah. and not be subtle about it. Yeah, <laughs> it right out of the open. And like, I think I... Barbie doesn't. I think Barbie knows, but also I'm like, I would find it very funny if she was just completely unaware of. Ryan's, I feel like love yeah, for her. I guess that's the thing too. Like I don't know if Ryan is like the, I here's what I've worked out. There's like a few different things I've taken this to be. Um one, she did ask both Ryan and Ken to pet sit for her when she left. Yes. So did. that first was like, okay, maybe this is like a coded as a thruple. Fingers crossed. Alternatively, <laughs> Wait, what's a thruple? Sorry. A three people in a relationship? A couple, oh. but a thruple. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're a poly couple. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Or a poly relationship, a, rather. A poly thruple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so there's that option. The other option I worked out, Barbie totally knows that Ryan is into her. She just likes making Ken jealous, and it's like this thing they have going it's on. <laughs> it's like this secret between the two of them, and Ryan's just a pawn in their sick games. It's a very specific <laughs> form of thing between them, where, like, they don't actually, like, do anything physical with anybody else, but it's like, ooh, like, I kind of like the chase. It's kind of fun, but we're not going to do anything beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like cucking, but the the guy that is actually dating the girl actually wins. Yeah, it's like well yeah, I don't know what that is. I guess it's like reverse cucking because it's like <laughs> they like yeah, Ryan they're, they're cucking Ryan. <laughs> yeah, like Ryan gets nothing. <laughs> Ryan at gets all. A way it's, to, <laughs> it's a way for Ken to feel more dominant than he is. It's a way for Barbie to feel like Ken is more dominant than he is. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna get an episode where, where Ken... <laughs> I would love, I like, one thing that's true, a lot of shows, like, I don't know if this one does, but I think a lot of shows like this would have, like, the Ken character have, like, an alpha bro episode where he learns that, like, being an alpha chat is not the life for him, but until he <laughs> learns that lesson, he's like breaking cans on his forehead <laughs> and growling unnecessarily and stuff. And I think that would be fun to see Ken do. Wait, are you but implying then... that alpha 
that alpha males growl at people. Yeah, they just yes. go <laughs> all the time, unnecessarily. <laughs> have so you does, have you not seen any? Have you not seen any of those like weird alpha male YouTubers? <laughs> They're no. exactly like that. They just oh I don't God. know what it is. They're just like, so aggressive for no reason. And it's like one thing that's really weird too is like I have to just assume like I cannot reconcile the women in their lives <laughs> at all. But like, because there's this one guy. I feel like we might have all even gotten together and watched this reaction video to it. But anyways, this alpha guy who's talking about like how women need to be put in their place and stuff, and I'm like. You have a wife and kids. In this video, <laughs> this alpha man, he literally says that, like, his wife, like, I forget what the word he said was, but basically the implication was it's, like, dumb for his wife to expect him to change the diaper. So, like, if she's like, hey, can you okay. get, if she expects you to change the diaper, you need to wait. And you'll say, I'll get to it when I get to it. Meanwhile, your kid's just sitting in feces, sir. Yeah. Like, sorry. Is, you don't get to make is... that decision when your child has defecated on themselves. This You're is the parent. Than... Go fix it. Yeah, whatever our power thing is, this is bigger than us. Like, let's not have him get a rash, please. Yeah. You are jeopardizing what? your child's health and safety because you are being a, a big baby boy. Because, like, because the, the other thing is, like, I can't, the only alternative I could see is I'll do it when I'm ready. Hmm. Well, now I'm ready. No. Here's how I see the scene playing out. Oh, babe, sorry to interrupt. Uh, do you think you can go change the baby's diaper? I'm, like, I'm really busy and in the middle of something. I'll get to it when I get to it. Excuse me? Okay, I'm sorry, honey. I'll go do it right now. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. That's what I thought. It's like whenever you talk back to your mom and she gives you the whole, who do you think you're talking to? And you just go, no one. Because that's, that's the thing, too. Like, obviously, like, you know, in this case, we're not talking about, like, actually, like, unsafe relationships. Yeah. But, like, so I'm assuming there are people who find that sort of I don't know, like, trad life relationship <laughs> deal appealing. I guess. I mean, like, because I, I just watched a TikTok today, actually, where it was like... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> where she was like, ways to please your man. Like, wear dresses, feed nope. him, give him kisses. And I was like, I mean, those are all nice things. Like, I think anybody would like those yeah. i guess yeah but like i don't know why you're saying it like because like the implication was like here's why your man isn't happy with you because you don't do these things it's like i mean like look if you want like me to go grab us some like takeout on the way home like i'm fine to do that but like i don't know it was just i think it's always weird whenever they talk about like feeding your man like you're just gonna give him a plate and stand next to him while yeah. he eats sorry <laughs> i'm not your mom <laughs> Like, I, I don't, like, it's I don't the, know. It goes back to that weird dynamic of, like, men who want girlfriends to treat them the way their mom did, because they mm -hmm. uh, never learned how to be independent. So they're like, mm -hmm. oh, I need, I need a woman to clean the house and cook and fold my laundry and wake me up in the morning and do this and do that, because that's what my mom did, and I'm 25 and I don't know how to call the dentist by myself. 
That's a you problem, baby. You gotta fix that for yourself. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I can't t- fix that for you. I mean, and it's just, I mean, I get, like, this is bigger than this, and that's part of, like, this is the bigger whole than Barbie with, now. <laughs> yeah, I, and I understand that, like, what I'm about to say, like, that's, like, part of, like, feminism and misogyny and, like, all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. At the same time, though, it's, like, if you need a woman in your life to do all these things for you, like, why not be nice to her? Yeah. <laughs> like, I She's going to want to do these things for you if you ask her nicely. There's a big <laughs> difference between go make me dinner and, oh, do you think you can get dinner started? Please. I really think it's interesting, too, that, like, that's the alpha male view where it's like, I need someone to take care of me. When it's like, <laughs> why do you think that's an appealing trait? Like, yeah. why do you think any of those are appealing traits? Right. Yeah. You oh, some- nothing. You're not strong enough to handle the stuff <laughs> yeah. on your own, so you need nothing someone to Nothing says I'm a big you. manly alpha than having my girlfriend fold my socks for me. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's also unfortunate, too, because I feel like it creates this, like, sort of sad cycle, because, like, there mm-hmm. are women who do like, like, the homemaker domestic lifestyle, and that's yeah. not a bad thing to like, do, like, right. yeah. wanting to do that. that. But men like, like this make it seem like it's the default when it shouldn't yeah. be. And I feel, and not even so much this the default, but it's also, like, if you, like, if I want to, like, cook dinner, but then I get told, like, go whip something up in the kitchen. Well, now I feel like now I'm I, listening I'm, to you yeah. even though I wanted to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, now I've lost all anyway, my motivation to do that. Thanks for ruining my evening. Make your own dinner. Anyway, anyway, Ryan is not an alpha male. <laughs> oh, Ryan yeah, right. We were an talking interesting, about Ryan. Ryan's an interesting little, little peanut. <laughs> He's... A little peanut. <laughs> he really likes Barbie, and I think he, the only way he knows how to appeal to her is through his guitar and the one song he knows. <laughs> and it's like, Ryan, well, it's listen, the song you're, he wrote for Barbie. You're, you're shooting shots at a target that has already been, I don't know where this is going. Barbie's in a committed relationship <laughs> with Ken. Uh, you're it shooting, is pointless. You're shooting shots, shooting shots at a target that isn't even there. Yeah, you yeah. fight. Like, Nikki's cute. Nikki's available. Mm-hmm. You should try... She's cute. She's cutesy. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I... I was gonna go into the Nikki Minaj. But, like... She's the mammoth, of course. Um, she's huge. <laughs> but she's, like, a cute little ladybug. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, I guess I don't really have much more to say about Ryan. Any final thoughts on him? Oh, he's, he's also, there. and I'd probably he, punch him. He's also <laughs> portrayed as being like kind of snootier. Like he's like, oh, these jeans are designer. Yeah. Oh mm. uh, <laughs> yeah. Who? So like, so like Ken is metrosexual, but he's more like bougie, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little fruity, then... and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, do we, ship Ryan and Ken Ryan more and Ken. than I ship Ken and Barbie. Yeah. Um, they have great, like, I don't. They have great interactions because it's not like they're not like. Well, they're they they do get into fights, but because it's a Barbie show, they're not like throwing fists or whatever. <laughs> they're not getting each other bloody. It's just them talk like snapping back at each other, and I think it's fun. Yeah. Because you know, you know that Ryan doesn't have a chance, and that's what kind of makes it all the more funnier, is that you know that it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know? 
Although Ur, even Urkel eventually got the girl. So. <laughs> <laughs> like he, even Urkel got the girl. I mean, he did. That's how it went. I like, like, of all the, all of the, um, like, best friend getting the girl best friend things or, like, whatever. <laughs> You're like, mm, Steve Urkel. Well, you know, okay, so Family my Matters, a lot of things from that show kind of just, like, live in my head rent-free. <laughs> because I watched it a lot when it, well, it's so sad, too, because, like, I watched the reruns that came on, like, ABC Family before it became mm-hmm. Freeform, and they had shows like this on it. But anyway, I remember this one scene where he finally gets Laura, they go on this date, and then his ex-girlfriend Myra shows up in a Laura outfit trying to get him back and then she explains like Urkel she's been mean to you for basically the whole show and she's finally (laughs) given you a little bit of attention but like and you just dumped me and then he's basically like yeah but like I got can't pass up this chance man it's Laura Did I break your heart? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> that's everything. Uh, <laughs> I want that sound bite. <laughs> Karina underscore Urkel underscore did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm, when Wait, I'm sending you... again. <laughs> did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make that a separate audio file. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be the new Matt laughing one, Matt laughing two. <laughs> Just Karina Urkeling. Karina Urkeling. Okay, so let's move on. I guess basically to Last our main. Last but not least, yeah, the magnum let's, opus. Let's talk about the lovely Raquel. Who? Oh my god! Words to describe Raquel. Um. Everything I've ever wanted. Yeah, she's, <laughs> right. she's a real one. The yeah. main character. <laughs> yeah. The true, the true character of Life in the Dream House. You know, I will say, like, uh, that's true, though, because she kind of has more of an arc than anybody else does, really. She, like, has aches and pains, goals. Like, nobody else really is working towards anything. But at least for Kelly, Ryan. Except Ryan. Yeah. Except Ryan, but... <laughs> That's that's kind of boring. Like, I mean, but, like, even that, like, he doesn't... He kind of just shows up when called upon. But, like, Raquel is, like, actively trying to one-up Barbie. in like, and she's not going to. She's kind of, like, it's just not... I like that the show basically just sort of spells it out, like, No, Raquel, you're not Barbie, and you will never be better than her. In multiple episodes, they do this. But that's so sad. <laughs> I, I just, I love seeing Raquel try. She's, she's very always... creative. And she's not, like, outwardly mean. Like, she's not, like, spreading, she's not, like, gossiping about Barbie mm-hmm. or spreading rumors about Barbie that she is, like, I don't know, like a, like a wig or whatever. It's just that she just wants one day for Barbie to be like, wow, you're really, like, good at that, Raquel. Or, like, wow, you're better than me at something. I don't even think she necessarily wants the validation from Barbie. She wants it from, like, the people around her who 
Which I think is fair. Like, mm-hmm. she's trying really hard. I she think always I... looks really nice. And yet all of the attention is always on Barbie. And I think that really messes with the person's self-esteem and yeah. self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I want to mention that she she wants to get with Ken. Does I guess she, she know? That as well. Or is it more just like... Does I want to be like... Barbie. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like it's more like Ken represents another thing that Barbie has. Yeah. Like, a status of them. Like, because also, like, they're in, like, this perfect blonde beach relationship deal or whatever they've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I think Raquel just, like, wants to be part of that. Let's talk, we mentioned this episode earlier, but we'll talk about it a bit more now. Uh, the party episode. So Nikki and Barbie are invited to a party Raquel is throwing. And they're dressed casually. They look cute or whatever. And Raquel show, opens the door and she's like, it's formal. So you can't come. Well, no, they were still there. But she was just like, how embarrassing well, for you. Oh my you. god, you Did showed it? up oh. in sweats and Cause she so shut the funny. Okay, because she well, shut the door Raquel, on or, them and left them in like the front yard or away from the party or whatever. What, I guess I what, thought it was what, like what Raquel did is that she told Barbie and Nikki, "Oh, it's just a casual party," but then told everyone else it's a formal party. So everyone came in ball gowns except Barbie and Nikki, and then they're like, "Barbie's like, I read over the invitation like a million times, and I also laminated it." And she said that it was casual, and then Raquel said, yeah, I did say it was casual, but it's just funny seeing Barbie look like that, right? Like, that she's underdressed to a party where you gotta overdress, right? Mm -hmm. One of my favorite tropes in media is uh, overdressing or underdressing to a party when all the other guests are opposite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know why, but it's just like a funny, like, hee hee, oh no, what an awkward situation to be in. Yeah. I so was this do we think that was this action mean of Raquel to do or is it just sort of like like obviously it's it not was, nice to do. Yeah, it was like, mean, but it was also iconic. <laughs> it's such a power play. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but it doesn't they do like three different outfit changes before Barbie finally figures out that she she can't fit this is kind of weird because basically Raquel sort of backs Barbie into a corner where Barbie was fine to just attend but because of all the outfit changes and she was always one step behind the outfit change you went to formal wear to fairy to beach wear or like yeah like pool party wear and then, and then it took Barbie Fairytopia cosplay yeah <laughs> and then which is and the, at that point Instead of becoming fairies and revealing a fourth thing, Barbie and Nikki just go straight to Mermaid. Which I like, because they've been, like, (laughs) turning dials on a belt that converts their whole outfit. So I like the idea that she's like, okay, this time we're going to turn it two times instead of just the once. And then we're going to be be ready for her next move. We are two (laughs) steps ahead of you, Raquel. Yeah. And then, you know, like, if you didn't watch our Fairytopia video, you should. But I will also say that, like... Because the, the title is incredible. <laughs> the closest... The, no, the closing scene that we see 
is just the gayest looking party I've ever seen. <laughs> where it's like all only girls in attendance. They're all paired off and they're all slow dancing. Barbie said gay rights. Yes. <laughs> you can't spell Barbie without bye. <laughs> yeah, you're true. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you really can't. So... Yeah, I mean, all in all, I gotta say, so I think I really like this the most. I think even when we're not doing the Barbie stuff, I could see myself watching the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. That's cute. I liked it a lot. It's it's good fun. It's a good, there's so many, like, little gags that just had us cracking up. <laughs> there was a lot of visual <laughs> gags that I really enjoyed. It's yeah. really fun to watch with friends. Yeah. So if you and your friends have like an hour, uh, go find it. I think it's on YouTube. Uh, don't don't tell Mattel. Don't tell them. Is it, is it, there? It's fine. Mattel doesn't have to. They have money. It's okay. They don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. Also, so does Nintendo, but they're still taking down all the emulators. It's also on Netflix for some people. I don't know. You probably. Maybe you've gotten a VPN from somebody. Yeah, use your VPN. Yeah, I don't know. And now's the perfect time to start about our to talk about our sponsors. But we have we did we are not sponsored. Yeah, no. Yeah, Yeah, but please sponsor us. Yeah, if you would like to, that'd be great. Uh, I had Surfshark for a little bit, and then my free trial ended. (laughs) But I loved it. I was able to watch Criminal Minds. That's all nice. you before for. before it was on uh, Disney Plus, but yes. I got some good use out of it. So wait, I, wait, hold on, hold on. Disney Disney owns the rights to Criminal Minds. Disney owns everything. Disney owns everything. Yeah. They own a third of the ent- entertainment industry. That's messed up. They have oh, Simpsons yeah. on Disney Plus, honey. Yeah, because they bought Fox. I hate- Family yeah, Guy's I, I know moving that. over there too. No, it's not. No, don't mm-hmm. say it's that. It's leaving Adult Swim. Because Disney adults, oh my god, Family Guy is leaving adults. Oh yeah, because well, because Family Guy was a Fox property, Mm -hmm. and Disney get out. I hate this. I hate this right now. I hate this so much. That means Disney owns the rights to Bird is the word, and I don't know how to feel about that. Does Family absolutely not rights to that song? (laughs) They got. They had a whole episode around it. Yeah, but that's not the, it wasn't made for the show. That's a song. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just Seth MacFarlane's in court. Like, please let me have the rights to this song. Well, maybe they did. Seth because, Mac- like, isn't Seth there. MacFarlane. Didn't, like, the Slipknot guy own the rights to the SpongeBob theme song so he can, like, he's allowed to perform it at concerts and stuff? So sometimes that's, people just get rights to songs. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I mean, I think he just really likes Spongebob or his kid did. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, only, I don't know. I don't think I could have a, like, really successful musician dad because I don't like really any, I couldn't have a famous parent. I'm glad I don't because they always, like, okay, like, if you're a kid and you ask your parents for something and it's like, oh, you're a cute kid. You wanted, like, a dumb thing. Ha <laughs> ha Now it's on, like, a late night talk show. Yeah. Now Conan's laughing at you, you little <laughs> idiot kid. Yeah. Oh, my my kid wanted a poppet. Oh my god, what a loser. Ha ha. Canned laughter from the audience. I 
<laughs> I like and it's immortalized and you're embarrassed. <laughs> I like the idea of the famous parent calling their kid a loser on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you, what do you think about what do you think? What do you think about your son dishwasher detergent? Oh my god, my they're kid's a loser. An idiot. Oh my god, my kid's so stupid. I like how I how I thought that they would that that some celebrity would name their kid dishwasher detergent. Listen, I mean, Apple. I wouldn't if we Apple. had a Tide Pod kid. I would not be surprised. <laughs> Just like Tide Pod. I mean, Pod we the have child. we have we have a kid that's named what is it like X A E Elon Musk and Grimes. Elon kid. Musk really had I thought they, the uh, uh, did they turn that him? one down. I think the state of california where was he born the state of california they didn't let him do that i hope to god that kid has a different name also i, I always wonder how that oh yeah also, they got it? divorced didn't they get to like i don't they think announced they, i don't think divorce? they were ever married they say they are partially separated so now i'm questioning Partner. who gets the rights to their kids i thought that was grimes wait he had kids with grimes was. or some other lady uh no, grimes the, the the very strong password kid um, was with Grimes, <laughs> uh, but then Elon Musk had the oh. absolute audacity to say that they them pronoun they them pronouns are an aesthetic nightmare, and people are like, "Look at your kid's name. You want to talk about <laughs> aesthetic nightmares? Look what you named your child, you idiot, you clown." <laughs> yeah. Shut up, SNL Wario. <laughs> but if Elon Musk wants to sponsor the show, then we like think Gen Z Hospital was very interesting. More on that later. Yeah, I think I think you being, I being love the, the idea. Of sorry, Elon Musk. I'm sorry. I'm too much of a commie to accept funding from Elon Musk. I can't accept this. No, that's fine. I think, but I I would love. I won't like, be on that video. But would you at least come to the meeting where he? Makes the offer. We can still reject it. <laughs> yeah, I'll we just, can still. I'll say sit that. back in my chair with my arms crossed and I'll just stare yeah. at him across the table. <laughs> I'll put my hair in front of my face like a little mustache. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> That's what you do for business. Yeah. <laughs> Zach is in a business meeting, in a little suit and tie, and then just you take a piece of hair and put it on your face like a mustache. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the whole Rogue thing. Rogue comes in with the briefcase. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like they're ha they're like Zach's. We have an offer that you can't refuse, and they're like, first we'll talk money. <laughs> money first, then plan. Put the money on the table. <laughs> I like count it out for me. We have a big long I like this Godfather scene we've created. <laughs> the late, the 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 most we can offer is twenty one thousand dollars. Hmm, that's kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I want to I... see business acts. Well, okay, you heard it here first, people. Sponsor us. We have a hundred <laughs> sub subs. Oh. Um, we have Not more than that, right? I think we're at 300 something now. Oh, okay. Yay, 300 subs. Okay, well, not the biggest reach, but we're getting there. So, we like, got, why don't we you strike? Yeah, strike while the iron's hot and you yeah. can see a kind of business. <laughs> yeah, kind of business. This, it's TM. a kind of investment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we like to make an investment in your in your uh, company, Zach. Yeah, but first, can I tell you about my favorite episode? 
Kind of business. That'll be your business email. <laughs> kind of business. <laughs> business contacts kind of only points. And remember, everybody, when you sign <laughs> up for your uh, two months free of Surfshark VPN, make sure to use code kind of ten at checkout for a ten percent discount. For legal reasons, for legal reasons, oh, this God. is a joke. Okay, yeah, no, sir, yeah, we're not sponsored. I cannot not. express that enough. We said the word a lot, but we are not. Nobody are. gave us any money. These Hashtag views are all not sponsored. Hashtag do don't a- cancel us over yeah. <laughs> We do we do a live recording from the UK and we call it kinda Ben. Like crickets. Oh, very fun. Crickets. <laughs> I like Joke's over! <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so, cut! Cut the that, that ass! Okay, so we went to the wild places, but that, yes. I think this is a hint of how interesting this show is, because it really got our gears going. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for uh, watching the show and talking about it with me here. And for the rest of you listening slash watching, thank you for that. And remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all need friends. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.